Hello, hello. I'm your host, Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again. And hello, or should I say almost, thanks 2023. It's been great because we are on the final bell lap. Thank you for joining us. for another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. There's no coincidence that I want to bring this message out there in the beginning of our last month, when this month represents so many things for so many people. It is the holiday season. It is the end of a year. It is the finish of something and on the heels of the beginning of a new. And because I want to really give everyone a really good foundation, just take some time, treat yourself and listen to this episode that we haven't even said anything about yet. But our goal is that we just want to share a message. And that is, we're going to be talking about control. Janet Jackson, you know, I love it. I'm in control. Is it overrated? Do we need it? Why do we hold on to it so hard and thereby open up that door uninvited to disappointment, to anger, to pissed offness, to all of the above when you're holding on to something? You have your picture on your story in your head and then um, hmm, things change but you hold on to the control. So I am bringing back, thank you, thank you, Melanie Hustis. I don't know why I'm like, I'm talking and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, does she have a last name? Forgive me, Melanie Hustis. No forgiveness required, it's good. Okay, she absolutely does. You may recall, you heard her a couple of weeks ago. She is the energy alchemist. She is a thousand things, but we just had such a great conversation on round one and we wanted to dive deeper into control but we refrained we did and now today is your day and thank you melody for coming back number one this is going to be a lot a lot of fun but for those who might not have listened a couple weeks ago a get on it b tell us about you Okay. Well, the first thing I actually would love to start with, not about me. Well, it Mm -hmm. is about me, but where I am starting this conversation from, because 
on your broadcast, it'll seem like we had these conversations very close together. But in fact, we did not. We did not. I do not remember what we talked about last time. Full transparency. <laughs> good news. <And> good news. <laughs> I had a different idea of what we were going to talk about today. Tell me, tell me. So what is happening here is you and I are starting a conversation where I have zero control. I have not ah. prepared. I don't have anything at top of mind. And I am so excited good. to see where this goes because when we release the need to control we step into the possibility of things that are even better than what we had imagined or what we had planned. So I just wanted to start with that, that I, I too am releasing control. Take a page from the master. I, you know, I mean, this woman practices, you know, she walks her talk each and every day. And to be able to say that versus blood draining from your head versus <laughs> like, wait a minute, don't press that record button yet. What, 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 what? And it's funny because we did. We talked about a lot of things and I'm like, oh, this would be so good. And always truth be told, usually I never know what specifically I'm going to be talking about. I want to talk to the person like just because I'm so curious for a reason. Mm. But control, it's really kind of reared its head. I mean, no one goes a day without it, I I don't think. So I thank you for that uh, disclaimer. So No problem. <laughs> Let's talk about, we can start in a thousand places. I'll throw something out there and then we'll just hit it around and see where we go. So we've got this busy time of year mm -hmm. and we have the desire to create holiday magic. Mm. We have this desire to fulfill everything, go back to the days of when Martha Stewart was showing us what it should look like and how perfectly it was. And people took that to heart. I mean, we definitely talked about me keeping my bar of expectation on the floor. She raised it almost to an unreachable level of so many people. And people just feel bad about themselves that they can't recreate or now let's bring it a little more current to the Insta post. Right. Like my porch doesn't look like that. <laughs> my windows don't look like that. And my tree, you know, it's not mm -hmm. flopped. I don't have the brass base or, you know, everything that is so styled that is literally feeding our brain. And what happens when you can't control that? When is it enough? How do we learn to appreciate our efforts. So when is it enough? It is enough mm. when you decide that it is enough. And that whole control piece, this is a situation where you actually do have control, mm. but not in the way, the Martha Stewart way of everything uh -huh. being perfect and decorated and the turkey done and, you know, the table right. just immaculate. Mm -hmm. But in the sense that you can choose to say no you can choose to step back. You can change anything. We did this actually probably about, I'm going to say 10 years ago now. Mm -hmm. We celebrate Christmas in our house. And every time the holidays would come around, we had the list of things that we had to do. Like you say, decorate the front porch, decorate the house, plan the mm -hmm. family gathering, buy the mm -hmm. gifts, send out the cards. Mm -hmm. 
And I too was a fan of Martha Stewart (laughs) and Mm -hmm. had that type of expectation. And I did it beautifully. And everyone would just, you know, ooh and ah over how things were done. And the experience that I was having was I was stressed to the max. I was having panic attacks. I was not happy to actually be there. I was just praying, please help me get through this and get to the other side. That wasn't me enjoying my holidays, my family, the reason for the season. Mm -hmm. And what actually shifted was one day I asked the rest of my family how they felt about it too. And what we discovered is that no one was actually enjoying it. And every single one of us were showing up to these expected rituals and routines that we had adopted because you should, that word, Mm -hmm. you should do Mm -hmm. this. It wasn't actually working for any of us. And it Mm. just blows my mind that year after year, we would show up trying to make each other happy and none of us actually getting what we needed. It's not an unusual story. When my girls were small, when I only had two kids, I have three. But when my girls were small, we always had Christmas dinner at like two o'clock at my brother-in-law's house. And every year, like as these little girls are playing with their dollhouse, and I'm happy that we were able to, you know, make their Christmas morning magical, I have to stop playing, let's get dressed. It's that we have to's versus we get to. So one particular year, we just looked at each other, my husband and I, and we're like, what are we doing? No. Why are we eating dinner at two o'clock in the afternoon? Why are we doing anything? And then after that, we said we're staying home on Christmas. Uh, We'll see you because we get we gather on Christmas Eve. And Christmas now is our pajama day. Christmas (laughs) Day is the biggest prize to us ever. We have a wonderful Christmas Eve. I do things that I don't have to, I get to all my choice, all things I love. It's wonderful, great memories. And then Christmas Day, guess what, guys? We don't have to do anything. We Mm -hmm. take naps, we open presents, people want to come over, you can reheat stuff in the microwave, knock yourself out. We're in pajamas. And that was the greatest gift I could have delivered to my kids. Fast forward, well, these years later, you know, two are in their 30s, my son's in his late 20s, there wouldn't be anything else. I mean, for us to like get dressed and go somewhere, there would be like, what's happening here? It's Christmas Day. You, you guys don't go anywhere. That's right. We don't. And, you know, we actually came to a very similar conclusion with our conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We actually extend it for three days, though. <laughs> ah, talk so, to me. So this is myself, my husband and our two children. Extended Mm -hmm. family are not invited. The kids told us very clearly, they just want quiet time with us. Mm. And we're here for that. So Christmas Eve, we order Chinese food. We don't even cook. And then we go out and we look at all the Christmas lights. Love. Then in the morning, like you, pajamas. Mm -hmm. In the Mm -hmm. afternoon, pajamas. Mm -hmm. In the evening, pajamas. (laughs) And we will have a meal, like a big dinner that night, Mm -hmm. but we buy the turkey roll. We don't do the whole turkey. Mm -hmm. There's four Mm -hmm. of us. Why would we do the whole turkey? Because we should. Well, we threw that out the window and we only make foods that we actually want to eat instead of all of the traditional foods that a big family gathering are expected. Correct. 
Correct. And then Boxing Day is just more of the same. And we have given our family this little incubator of three days over the holidays where we are so connected. I mean, it's about presence, right? Being present with Mm. each other, not the actual gifts. And so for those three days, we are so connected. We have so much fun. We are relaxed. We are at peace. And then with the busyness of the rest of the month, we have the energy to do that. We're so excited to show up. Whereas before we wouldn't have wanted to go because it was just one thing after another. One more or one more. And okay, all right, let's just go and it'll be fine. We'll be a little tired. Yeah. What I'm hearing is we both made choices and actually you took it the step further. I just was like, I'm done. Put a fork in me. But (laughs) when you asked, is this working for everybody? Or because it wasn't you just drive the car, you know, like now I'm going to accelerate. I'm going to double down because this is what we should do. Or this is, you know, again, years and years of here's how it's happened. But I wonder how many of those years were fun and happy, you know, whatever it was, or versus just doing the work, doing the work, check it off, check it off, check it off. And I think we really attach to the nostalgia of ritual, Mm -hmm. especially around the holidays, right? No matter what holiday you choose to celebrate, there are certain rituals that happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that was probably the biggest resistance for our family was, but mm-hmm. we do this and, and there's a comfort in yes. that, even if you're not enjoying the moment, there is that comfort around, well, this is what we do. And so part of what I found was really essential to helping not our nuclear family, but the extended family get on board was to create new rituals, mm-hmm. rituals that worked for everybody. And one of the things that I'm thinking of is gift giving. So I don't know how it works with with your family, but with our extended family, we didn't really know what anybody wanted. And so what we would end up doing is we would buy each other gift cards. And it came to a point where it's basically like I'm passing you some cash and you're passing me the cash. Right. Right. It really wasn't thoughtful gift giving. Mm -hmm. It was we're supposed to exchange gifts. We don't know what to do. So we're just going to pass money back and forth. And so we're like, why are we doing this? Let's Mm. stop doing this. And again, when we took off the financial burden of getting these gift cards (laughs) for everyone in the family, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now not only do we have more space from our new ritual of being alone, but now we have more money around Mm -hmm. that time of year, which we can put towards a family activity towards mm-hmm. going somewhere we wouldn't normally go. Or for some people, maybe paying off that credit card bill to reduce financial stress in January. Right. So making these decisions that are aligned with more people than you probably expect, mm-hmm. it not only creates less stress within the holiday, but it extends further into the year. And to your point earlier, is it about the present Mm-hmm. with that T on the end, or is it about your presence? And I think that's what we're searching for. And again, a gathering's a gathering. I'm sure most families like to see each other and get together. Once 
the kids get to a certain age of what else do you need? Like what more <laughs> crap can we bring into this house that is only going to take space? Because the media says this is the latest and greatest. And mm-hmm. I had started, and especially like when my kids were in college, I would just do experiences. And it was, you know, I had Christmas week while everyone was still together and around. And, you know, one year we went axe throwing. One year we all went to the salt cave. It's just a little time together of, and of course, at first they're like, what are we doing? I'm like, okay, be here. This is the time. Don't be late, you know, on and on and on. So it's a lot of fun to do that. But it's your idea of, oh my goodness gracious, what in the world is going to be under the tree? It's, you know, like the Grinch came or something. There's always something you can always be creative. And again, we have Instagram and Facebook and TikTok to show us all those wonderful things, but let's not lose sight of the presence that we can offer to us, to everybody. Absolutely. And if we kind of bring it back to the control piece, We absolutely can control that within our own experience and within our own little families. But I think the part that we need to let go of is controlling how other people see us, how Mm. other people react to the aligned choices that we are making. Because although, I mean, some people, let's admit it, are going to be perturbed. They're going to be upset because you're not Mm -hmm. showing up in the way that you used to. And people really they expect us to show up in the same way all the time. And when people are not comfortable with change and most people are not comfortable with change, (laughs) you change things, there's going to be some resistance there. And that's not for you to manage. We often will tell ourselves if I'm going to make all these changes that affect other people, now I have to take on the control piece of all that. And you really don't. And I don't want to oversimplify. And you see how easy it is? No, I don't want to oversimplify that because people hold on to nostalgia. People hold on to traditions. And I'm a gold medal winner in that. I, you know, I love all of the, well, this is what we do. But you got to just be a little open to life is constantly changing. When your kids are under your roof, that's great. That's fantastic. When they're in college, different time. When they're out on their own, throw in when they get married and have their own family. Crapshoot. Yep. Because they need to, only from my view, they need to start their family, their traditions, how they're going to do it. They've We've had it. And that's wonderful. And I have a daughter who lives out of state and they don't come up every Christmas with my grandson. And okay, that's when they're here. It's wonderful. So we go, you know, the day after or what have you. We don't need the calendar for us to celebrate. We just want to gather at the end of the day. And I think that's a great point that there are certain parts of tradition that actually matter. But it's not the date. It's not the amount of money. It's not what your Mm -hmm. table looks like. It's that coming together, that connection that you've mentioned. Mm -hmm. So if someone is feeling stuck in a tradition that really isn't working for them, that they feel that control bearing down on them, what if you whittled it away to what is the essence of this tradition that really matters? And how can I give that to my family in a way that feels lighter for me? Mm -hmm. Like An example I'm thinking of is Christmas dinner right? You get the turkey, you get the stuffing, you get the cranberries. I mean, we all have this Mm -hmm. vision Mm -hmm. of what the dinner table is going to look like. 
Well, one thing that we did was everyone would get stressed out trying to figure out who's going to cook what, where are we going to cook it? How are we going to get it all in the same place? And one year we said, let's just go out for dinner. And we went out to a restaurant and we had a private room. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, just our family and all that. But everyone was lighter. Everyone was happy to be there because they just showed up and sat down, got Mm -hmm. to enjoy a cocktail, a delicious meal, the true essence of what mattered with that dinner, which was connecting with the other family members. Sure. We didn't even have to clean up, right? Novel ideas. I mean, this is going to be, people are going to be like... Like, wait, you're like, what, what are these bitches talking about? What are they even (laughs) suggesting? And who, let me get, let me get this podcast out of my ears right this moment, because this is absolutely not happening. These are possibilities is what it can be. And that's the the whole point. Not that what I have decided works for me or what you have decided works for you. Every single person is going to find that in a different way. It's the idea of giving ourselves permission that we don't have mm. to continue to show up in a way that isn't serving us, right? It's that people-pleasing piece. Like we think we have to do it because everyone will be upset, but that's not the reason to live your life because other people might get upset. I mean, it's a way to live your life. It's not the way that I choose to live my life. Correct. Correct. And you speak so much about choice, right? We can choose to do it this way or do it that way. And do you think that choice and control, are they bedfellows? Do they like like each other? (laughs) Control is paradoxical. It's fantastic and it's horrible all at the same time. And I think choice is how we create the control that works for us, right? Mm, So when we talk about control in the way that We are desperate to hold everything together. So we're going to control all of the things, make the checklist, make sure that that holiday is perfect. Because if we don't, someone will get upset. We will be judged as not being worthy. I mean, there's a laundry list of reasons why people can do this. That is a fear-based control. That creates tension and it creates resistance within the physical body. It actually will lead to illness. Why do so many people get sick around the holidays, right? Mm -hmm. So in that way, we don't want to control. We want to let that go. But when we invite choice into that Mm. scenario, okay, so I feel the need to control all of these things. What if I just chose one or two things that are really important and I focus my control on those so that I feel safe, so that I feel like I'm putting my best face forward, so that I feel like I'm still showing up for those that I care about, but I can also choose to let the other things go, therefore creating more joy, more presence, more alignment, and more ease in my holiday. A lot lighter. And yeah, so we have a word for when you do choose to be lighter. We call it the fuck it bucket. Um, Perfect. So yeah. (laughs) And whenever I'm planning an event or something, and I usually start out with a a gigantic plan, and it's going to be this, and I'm going to have all of these details. And as I read, look at the plan, and then plan versus time and execution and all of that, 
I come to the fuck it bucket decision much earlier now than I used to. <laughs> I used to like it would be the day of or the day before where I'm totally stressed. It's, you know, oh, my God, I forgot four more things. And then I would put it in the fuck it bucket. But now I'm I know myself enough where I'll be like, OK, hmm, nope, discard, discard. Would have been nice. Don't need it. Not going to make or break anything. Nothing will. As so, long as everybody comes, that's my goal. So the fuck it bucket to me, it sounds like you are creating control within yourself and releasing control around anything external. Yeah. Which is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Control is a bad thing. It's that when we feel the need to control things that aren't ours to control, right? We need to throw it in the fuck it bucket. It's a handy thing to have, my friend. It's I a need handy to get myself thing. one. It's a handy thing just to be. And again, when you start, you know, going down the spiral and and having this meltdown for things that are out of your control, or if I can control that by saying I can double down, I'm like, nope, I don't care. We're going to do it this way. Or I can be just on the fence and "Hmm, okay. When you take that breath, what that step away. Yes. Yes. And it's reminding me, so Thanksgiving recently passed here in Canada Mm -hmm. and we had plans to get together with the family. You know, we booked it off work. We have to travel for this. And last minute, it all fell apart (laughs) and certain family members were sick and other family members didn't want to come because the other family members were sick. Mm -hmm. And we were left with a gaping hole in our schedule with no work, no plans. And at first we're like, oh. Well, that's really unfortunate. You know, we were so looking forward to getting together. We sure. created the space for it to happen. So what we did was instead of getting upset over what we couldn't control, we said, okay, now we have three days to do nothing. When was the last time that we had three days to do nothing? That's the greatest gift. Oh. It's such a great gift. And maybe someone it? asked along the way, like, you know, I could really use this time off. I had um, a couple of years ago, my daughter got engaged before she was married, but it was COVID time and yeah. we were planning an engagement party and it would have been like the day after Thanksgiving, I New York, I have heated tents, I've got all these things planned and I work during the week, I work not Monday through Friday and I had said, I really need some time so that I can shop for and plan because I have the whole decor thing in my head on how I want the tables and how I want the tent to look and all of that. And then I get grand jury. Mm. So grand jury is you have to go to the court every day for 30 days. And that it was, it was a cool experience because you got to hear if you were going to indict the person or not. And, and very interesting, but every day for 30 days, that's a lot. So every day for the month of October, Now, I was planning this engagement party for the day after Thanksgiving. I went to Grand Jury. It just so happened Grand Jury happened to have been near a lot of good stores. Oh. So it was a very flexible schedule because you had to wait for either witnesses or the DA and such. So I had gaps, hours, did a lot of shopping, got everything done. And I knew as it was happening, I'm like, isn't this so funny how... I know I wanted, I asked for time. I didn't ask for the grand jury part, but if that's how it's delivered, 
Right. Okay, I'll take it. And this is something that I think we all could do a little more of is when we ask for what we want, we really need to release control of how it shows up. Yes. Exactly what you're talking about. And I I mean, this happens all the time in my life, but when we try to control the outcome, not our desires, not our situation, (laughs) but the outcome, we are focusing in on a very narrow scope of what is possible. And you're blocking out all of the hundreds, thousands, millions of possibilities that are Mm. better because you're so focused on outcome. So I think it's important that if we just ask like you, I need some time, but then let go control of how that's going to show up. In our previous episode, speaking of that focus, you were talking about again, when you did I say the same thing? No, when you put the (laughs) blinders on and that was great. Like, I'm a yes. visual. So I'm like, yes, it makes so because that's all you're looking at. You're like, I, yeah. I need it. I need it. I need exactly. it. I need it. Meanwhile, dancing before you, here comes the whole circus in, in a parade. And you're like, ah, where was that elephant? I'm not really sure. And you know, everybody goes exactly. right in front of you, but you just can't see it. And that's life. When we focus in on what we think we should do, what we expect to happen, or what we believe is the best possible outcome, we're missing the mm-hmm. whole circus. Yeah. Not just around Passing the holiday, life in general. You got to take those blinders off and just be open to what's here for me. Maybe now is a good time for people to practice. I mean, I always like a little, like, just jump right into the fire. Like, this is a hectic time. But again, it's hectic with events, you know, social calendars fill up. But we also have the convenience of online. I mean, we can do it just by saying, you know, order this, order that at your door, even before the day is out. The days of really shopping, shopping. It's not how it used to be. So we have the choices of, oh, let's make, you know, my favorite biscotti recipe. And let me make sure I teach that to my, my kids or my nieces or whoever enjoys it. You can really choose once again, to focus on things that really fill your heart. Yes. And one of the things that I have done, choice I have made that shifted everything for the holidays is I do all of my shopping ahead of time. So I am always done, wrapped, (laughs) delivered before December hits. And the reason why I do this is because then from December to January, I have nothing to do but show up and have fun. Wow. I love that. And I've already started. We're still in October as this is being recorded. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I already started my list. You know, I put in the ideas and I start ordering and I just, Mm -hmm. it's a system that when you start early is not stressful. There's not crowds right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have to fight anyone for anything. Right. And so, like I said, when December hits, it's like, hey, I'm going to go to that party and I'm so relaxed and have so much time that I really want to go and enjoy myself at that party. Versus, oh, I'm going to get home late. Then I still have to wrap and I still, you know, again, the the have to's versus get to's. And then another thing that is kind of related is financially a lot of people like the stress of the season if we don't monitor our finances stretch out into january february march right 
So mm-hmm. we create a budget. Part of this planning that I do now is creating a budget and I don't go over it. I don't use credit. I save up starting in January mm-hmm. and I put a little mm-hmm. bit away every single week that I don't mm-hmm. really feel, you know, I don't miss mm-hmm. it. So now when my st- my shopping starts, I have the cash I need available. Zero stress come January. And it's yeah. just a little bit of foresight, a little bit of planning. Still, still spending the same amount of money, but when I'm not using credit, you don't have that, oh, January when you open that bill. Well, also by not doing that, it's also not the drunken sailor like, yeah, let's get that too, because we need that and that and 14 other things. And then, you know, you really didn't. Mm -hmm. And yes, and then January is just full of regrets. Right. So that's another it's another choice. It's another positive control that you could implement in your life in order to create that space for presence when it matters. And most people aren't busy in October with parties. So you have the time to do it. You have the time for sure. Yeah. I hope this is resonating because it can be such a fun time. It really can be. And people really enjoy this time of year. It's a great time of reflection, of just planning, of, you know, I use it as a great, let me, my year in review and already planning for, let's see what I, you know, achievements I want to see and push myself for in the new year. But it all takes energy. You really have to protect yourself. And that's where our message is, you can. Power is in our choice. And I guess all roads lead back to us. Absolutely. I got to say, for uh, someone who was a little unprepared today, uh, (laughs) (laughs) once again, my friend, you delivered. Well, thank you. I can talk. That's why when I said, let's do this again, let's do this again. Absolutely. I love treating people to great conversations and you certainly never disappoint. Oh, thank you. May I say one other thing here? You can say as many as you'd like. Why, thank you. Again, the reason why I feel you and I have such beautiful conversations is because we don't control where it goes. We Mm. don't have strict parameters around what we're allowed to say or like, don't swear or don't do this. That opens up freedom for magic to happen. I just want to recognize, especially when we are talking about control and how to use that to your advantage. I think that's why we work so well together is because we're willing to let that go, at least for the conversation. I hear it. I hear it. And you're absolutely right. It's funny because my style here. I started this because I'm curious and I just want to know about people. But a lot of people, a lot of guests that I do reach out to do want to know like, you know, well, you know, is there any particular topic? Well, nine times out of 10, I want to talk to you because you're like 10 or 12 things that I love. Mm -hmm. And I don't have the, okay, so now that we talked about control, let's talk about the blight. Because our first episode I think we said the control sentence once. We both laughed and we're like, oh, we need a whole other episode for this. Let's leave this one here and come back to it. And yeah, that's how you find out about people. Yes. And that's why I'm going to use a blanket statement here. But that's why we're here. 
That's mm-hmm. why we're on the planet in human form. It's my belief that let's just get to know each other. Let's connect. Let's learn. That's the gold to me. And my goal today was hopefully this might bring some either new ideas, a little permission. Mm, Permission is a real big, I've been doing a lot of mindset on permission. Give yourself permission to remember the fun of it. When my son was, oh my goodness, he was still in a stroller. So he was probably three or four. The job I was working at the time we had uh, like a holiday shutdown. So we would shut down the week before Christmas and the week after Christmas. And we always got this wonderful cash bonus. So I never shopped until literally a week, like December 21st is when I would go and do all my shopping, but I could do it in a day or whatever. And way before online, way before internet. So we're in this store, he's in the stroller, We're on a long line because it's December 21st. And he's so excited about this time of year, obviously. And he just starts belting out like frost uh, jingle bells. (laughs) And he just starts singing jingle bells. I start singing with him because the amount of people who were just so miserable and complaining, complaining, I'm like, guys, it's December 21st. What did you expect? Did you think there would be no crowds? Did you think there would be no lines? I used to work retail. I worked retail holiday season before when people were still nice. But (laughs) that always, I always go back to that moment to just see the world through that child's eyes. Go back to your four-year-old self and how magical it was. And it can be. Yes, And, you know, part of that magic is that you didn't have to do all the shopping. You didn't have to cook the dinner. You didn't have to plan all the events. Right, right, right. You just looked at it and and looked at the decorations and all the lights and everything else. And the, the magic somehow happens. And it does. It really, truly does. And nobody knows what you had planned or, oh, you forgot, you know, how many times do you like forget to bring out that one dessert? Oh, my God, I can't believe we forgot that cake. And the the one you probably spent three days baking, you know, (laughs) it's all to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I'll eat the cake. (laughs) Yeah, it starts with us. I guess my message is just be kind. Start with being kind to yourself. Absolutely. You need to start with yourself. Start with yourself. And I think then that, and if you radiate that, it'll hit. People will get into your little uh, realm and they'll get into your little spider web of like, oh, okay. All right. It's not so bad. That's another thing that you're reminding me of is that when we as a family started implementing these changes and having those uncomfortable conversations with people. At first they were like, oh, well, I don't understand. Why would you want to do things differently? Why are you changing? Right. But after a while, they saw how relaxed, how happy, how much fun we were having. Mm -hmm. And they started to make changes in their lives as well. Yeah. So sometimes you have to be a trailblazer. Right. You have to be willing to be that person, that person who breaks the mold and does the thing that is different. But with few exceptions, when you make a choice for yourself that really does raise your vibration, bring you more joy, whatever it is that you need, peace, connection, people will respond positively, positively rather to that. 
eventually. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, that's okay. on them. Yeah. Oh, love this. Good God. We could keep going. I want to be respectful of your time. Good. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm sure we'll we'll connect again in, in the new year. You know, I hope we so. have to see something else. We'll we'll definitely uh recap our holiday experience and see where else we can drive it to. Tell us where we can find you. Where do you hang out? Talk to me. So I am very easy to find. Melanie Hustis is a rare name. So you can find me on my website, melaniehustis.com. And on Instagram, I'm there a lot of the time at Melanie Hustis. Follow, follow, follow. Yes. Yeah. Follow and reach out. I'm honestly just like with this conversation with you, I truly am about human connection and having a conversation. Send me a message, shoot me an email. I truly am open to that. Wonderful. And have a wonderful holiday season and a very yes. healthy and happy new year. Thank you. Happy holidays to you and everyone Thank listening you. as well. Absolutely. And uh, I look forward to talking with you again in the new year. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Website, joyfoundhere.com. Reviews, five stars. We only bring you five. And... 10,000 downloads, guys. I am thrilled, elated, speechless. This girl just was going to record a podcast just to say I did. And here we are, a hundred and God only knows how many later and still going. So take a listen, give yourself a little time, even if you're outside in the car, dropping off on the school line, waiting to pick up kids, whatever it is in your hustle and bustle of life. Take a little breath, pump the brakes a little, and just enjoy. Until next week, be well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.